Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. What's it like to go up to to, Toronto and and go back uh, to your your home country for a little bit? Yeah, it'll be good. I've got uh, some family friends in Toronto, so, you know, it's far away from where my family is in Winnipeg. You know, some people assume I've had people ask, you know, before if I went to college, like, you know, someone in Toronto, so-and-so. And it's like, look, Toronto's got however many million people and I've never been there before. So, but now I do. So it'll be good having those family friends there. But other than that, it's a regular road game for us. Yeah. To, to some of us, Kyle, let's say it's just Canada. Yeah, yeah well, you're going to Canada. People think that for whatever reason that we all know each other. Cause I used to get the same thing. I'm from Ottawa. And there'd be somebody from Lake Edmonton. Hey, do you know that guy John who works at the the the, the Tim Hortons? No, no, I don't. I really don't. They just assume that we all know each other, Kyle. Yeah, and to be fair, I usually uh, I'll entertain it for the first bit. You'll say, "Hey, I know somebody, you know, from Canada," and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, who is it?" You know, and kind of get them going a bit. <laughs> they'll say, yeah, they're from Toronto, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, what part?" You know what I mean? Or just going. <laughs> Eventually, you let them down easy, but for the first bet, they're really excited. I know this guy. That's awesome. So, Kyle, honestly, when I used to travel uh, and get back to Canada in, in my playing days, there's always like a couple of staples that you want to get to. Like, you can't wait to get back to whether it's Tim Hortons or maybe it's <laughs> Harvey's, get a Harvey's burger and things like that. Is there anything in Canada that as soon as you get there, you're like, okay, I got to check this out? I miss this. Uh, to be honest, no, not really. I'm not much of a, a coffee drinker. Otherwise, I think it would for sure be Tim Hortons. That's the that's the big one for the Canadians I know that are coffee drinkers. But no, nothing, nothing in particular that I'm getting back to. You're not going to take down a big greasy poutine. No, not the night before the game. <laughs> I won't tell Bradley. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I don't think Kyle wants to do it. it might be it might no. be a little slow on the pitch. It'd be like a brick in his. Yeah, his no stomach. kidding. Uh, Kyle Heber joining us right now from St. Louis City SC. All right, Kyle, two two nil victory over Colorado last weekend. What what was the key for in in your eyes? What do you think was the the key to victory? Yeah, I think getting that. I mean, you guys talked about it before. When we score first, <laughs> it's like things things go well. You know. Did you tell Isn't Bradley that? Really that? Cool? <laughs> You know, I still I should tell him now after that one because it's it's worked again now. So it's worked so many times. Oh, this is it's uh it's too good to to not be true. Right. But then you you get the crowd momentum into it as well at that point. You grab an early goal at City Park, the mo- momentum's going. And to be honest, we really could have had three or four in the first half. We end up going in with a two 0 lead. Um, we end up keeping it through the game, which as a defender. You know, I'll take two nil over five one any day, but it was uh, it was a big one for us, and and the crowd, that energy helped us so much. Kyle, a lot of talk heading into this season, just with the way you guys stylistically play as a team, that you know, once it starts to get really hot and humid, it might wear you guys down, and you might feel the elements of playing here in St. Louis, which, boy, it sure does get hot and and humid. Are how does how has that been going for you guys so far? Yeah, well, to be honest, I love the. I don't listen to much of the noise, but I, I love those components where it's, you know, oh, it's St. Louis is 
the, the especially early in the year was the opponent is passing them the ball for goals or, Oh, you know, it's, it's, they're just starting a little hot and then they'll start to show as an expansion team. And now this one gets me fired up too. You know, now that it's hot, we'll start to, to, to slow down and the results will stop coming. So I think that motivates me um, individually as a competitor. And then the, the other side of it too is, you know, we are a high pressing, high energy team, but we're not, we're not one dimensional. So we can be in more of a compact block and we can get our, our breath back and recover. And so we've got a couple of different, you know, tools in our toolbox we can utilize when it gets hot like that. And um, yeah, so we, we should be ready. And, and to be honest, the opponent will be feeling it too. You know, they're maybe they're running a little bit less than us, but they're still having to put in the meters as well. So I think it works both ways. Kyle, you guys, you're relying a lot, a lot of your on uh, a lot of your depth. When it comes to playing defense in this system, if you're preaching something to, or you're helping out a young teammate or somebody that's that's just coming in that you guys are going to have to rely upon for big minutes coming up, what is the most important aspect about playing defense in this system for City City SA? Yeah, I, w- I would say it's something we talk about, and that's going all the way with your decision-making. So if I'm you know, deciding, hey, I'm going to release and I'm going to press this guy, if I go you know, half the way, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get there, now I'm kind of get caught in between. Or vice versa, it's all right sometimes to, to stay. You know, Maybe we're numbers down in transition. So I'd say within their decision-making framework, Whenever you do something, just commit to it all the way because then the rest of the defensive line, like if I fly out to press the right wing back, now Tim knows he's got to haul it and get across. Like he's got no option. And then Yarrow knows he's got to haul it and get across. And Akil knows he's got to haul and get across. And then it's kind of on them. Whereas if I'm staying back all the way, they know they can be more competent. If I go half the way, now I'm putting my fellow teammate in a bind. So that would be my one of my biggest piece of advice how much communication is done on the pitch when you guys are 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 talking because i think about you're playing if you are aggressive well now somebody's got to fill in your spot if i if if the if the vision is correct in my head which it probably isn't but how much communication is done between you and tim and the rest of your defensemen where you're you know you're flying up to maybe maybe press somebody somebody's got to cover behind you are you communicating communicating all the time or is that is that feel between you and your teammates yeah i would say most of the time it's it's feel and nonverbal communication kind of when i'm pressing out like that um and it helps too in our system where there's certain cues or triggers that everyone knows so like it's a big switch and if i can get out there Tim just knows that I'm going because it's something we've talked about all the time and we've reinforced. Um, and I think maybe sometimes there's a bit of a gray area where it's like I could go or couldn't go. And sometimes I'll hear from Tim, you know, stay, stay, stay. Or vice versa, when we're tracking across the other way, there'll be a runner coming off his shoulder. And most of the time it's just creating that awareness. So I don't even yell and – I mean – you're out of breath. Like you keep in mind, you're running full speed. So you're trying to communicate. So it's, it's hard to say, Tim, there's a runner coming on your left shoulder. So I'll just, I'll just yell his name. I'll say, Tim, Tim, Tim. And he'll recognize, Hey, I got something in my blind spot. I got to take a look for. It makes sense. 
Kyle, you guys coming up here, you, you, we've talked about you guys going to Toronto as far as the city's concerned. What's the game plan versus Toronto? Yeah, I mean, they're they're a good team at home. They're, um, you know, we, we had a tough result away at Nashville, and Nashville went to Toronto and, and tied them. And so we know that they can, at times, they can sit in a deeper block. Honestly, kind of like Colorado can when they're, when Colorado was against the ball. Um, so we're expecting at times we're going to have to be able to, you know, move the ball around in their half um, and kind of break them down when they're already already in a block with, you know, that already being said, we're, we're a very good transition team. When, when they're attacking, we get it. We want to go quickly. But just that was something we were working on, you know, you know this week is just – and the week prior, too, for Colorado. It's just being good on the ball, you know, when they are sitting back and finding the right moments to find those uh, split passes. All right, Kyle Heber joining us right now in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Kyle, I, this is – again, I apologize. You're, you're teaching me here. But deeper block, would that would that be – an opponent sitting back in their in their end, hoping to leave you guys with less space. Is that what you mean by deeper block? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they, whenever you sit back like that, it takes away the space in behind a team, and so you you have less of that ability to put the ball behind them and and go get it. And then also, it also can set them up for for their transition moments because now our whole team is in their half. So. You have to find the right balance of you don't want to play passively and not create anything, but there's certain times you don't want to force it when then they can start to transition the other way and they've got a lot of space to run into. Um, so I think just finding that balance will be will be really important for us. It always is important for us. There's always situations in the game you end up and they're they got 11 guys behind the ball in their half, but especially for this game, I think it'll be. That'll be a big part of the game. That makes sense. Thanks for the breakdown. If I'm going to take over for Bradley Carnell at some point, I, I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn the game, but just uh, be just be ready to score first every game. All right. Yeah, I think once we do that, honestly, that should be the number one thing. For us. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you're always a lot of fun. You're always informative. We we appreciate it. We love having you on the show. I hope that uh, you're still enjoying, uh, you know, a couple of goofballs here and Jamie and I. But good luck this weekend, and hopefully we get a chance to talk to you again next week. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Jamie. All right, take care. That's Have Kyle a great trip, bud. on 101 ESPN.